step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. From the Boomer and the Babe studio at the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's time for Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Success or Failure is the show that gives you methods and principles to guide you to your best business and your best self. Now here are Tom Legering and Terry Munther. And Tom is here and in the studio. So, Tom, take it away. Your your uh, introduction is already played. Okay. Very good. Uh, today we're um, today I'm going solo. Uh, Dr. Terry Munther uh, is in uh, snowy Spokane, Washington, and uh, I'd like to uh, welcome all people and. Uh, to the Tom and Terry blog talk radio show, Success or Failure, the Choice is Yours. We are recording from Sun City Country Club here in Sun City, Arizona, the day before Thanksgiving. So well, I hope everybody's uh, being able to warm up a little bit. Uh, as I said, uh, I'm going to be going solo, but uh, I have a guest in, in studio today, and it's uh, Nate Oberholzer. Oberhofer. Yes. Hoffer. Okay, I will get that right. Um, and I invite you to call in with uh, questions or comments. The number here is one nine one seven three eight eight four one six two. And remember, you can hear all of our recorded shows at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Boomer and Babe, and call in at any time and get the discussion going. Today, our guest, Nate Oberhofer, and I are going to be talking about uh, one of my favorite uh, subjects, which is bringing uh, golf into public schools. Um, I would like to start out by congratulating Nate for his recent selection to the PGA Southwest Section Board of Directors. So, uh, Nate, do you want to start out and let our guests know uh, our, our, about uh, your your history and, and that led up to us talking about uh, p- putting a program together of golf in public schools? Sure. Well, uh, again, my name is Nate Oberhofer. I'm the head golf professional here at Sun City Country Club. And uh, coming up on my anniversary date here, uh, being here at Sun City Country Club, uh, I started uh, December 26th of 2013, so it'll be almost a year. And during that year's time, 
Uh, Tom and I have uh, had many ideas in regards to, uh, you know, golf tournaments and promotion of golf, and one of those things led to uh, introduction of golf uh, in many aspects via through instruction uh, to to the kids. And we kind of we kind of came up with this idea and uh, called it GPS or Golf in Public Schools, and uh, coming up with a a uh, plan and a program that's going to uh, lead us into uh, teaching kids who have never uh, had the opportunity uh, or been exposed to golf in an introductory way uh, and getting them started off on the right foot. Um, I have had some uh, past experience in regards to this uh, through the uh, when I was in the metropolitan section of the PGA in my early apprenticeship, uh, getting started out with the New York uh, city, Inner City Junior Golf Program, which was a preamble um, to the first tee program and they're in the five boroughs of New York, and I was the borough coordinator for Queens um, and basically had three schools within the borough of Queens uh, teaching seventh, eighth, and ninth graders in exposing them in a similar aspect uh, to the game of golf. Uh, started, you know, inside a gymnasium for, you know, seven or eight sessions, uh, teaching them just the basics from, from grip and chipping and putting and full swing and just the whole gambit of golf and exposing them that way. And then we had a, a kind of a wrap-up end-of-the-year type deal where we uh, had them out in one of the city parks and hitting real golf balls on real grass and seeing the ball fly and things like that. So it was a great program. I got to do that. I was a coordinator there in, during that time for three years and uh, enjoyed it in seeing, you know, just, again, exposing, uh, you know, kids who have never had the opportunity and getting a golf club in their hand and getting them out on the green grass. So that was, that was very enjoyable, and I look forward to doing that in that same capacity here with uh, Peoria High School. The uh, the other thing that that we have been doing, uh, we're just getting started. Our first, we're doing a pilot program with Peoria High School. That'll start in March of 2015. But Nate has been very instrumental in in taking our uh, autism uh, spectrum that we have a, a golf tournament each year and. We raise money to have uh, to teach kids on the autism spectrum here at Sun City Country Club. Nate, you want to just kind of let the folks know what how that last class we just finished up in October. So that was kids came free. It's totally free. All the parents have to do is bring their child out here, and uh, we went through a, uh, a four week program each Saturday in October, and uh, why don't you just kind of cover some of the points that you got to teach and how it felt to... Sure, again, again, going back to the, you know, Tom, is, uh, his efforts in regards to exposing others to golf is, uh, is to, to me, goes more and more every single day, but, uh, you know, back in September on over Labor Day weekend, we did a, a little fundraiser for this cause. Um, and we have probably had 70, I think we had 76 players in that event, um, which is pretty good at the early part of September. And uh, all the monies, you know, that to benefit the 
the instructional program that we did for the kids in October. We did four Saturdays in a row. Um, again, introducing uh, golf to, to kids on the autistic spectrum that have never been, you know, really exposed to it. Um, we used uh, snag golf, which is a which is a introductory uh, program. Oversized clubs, oversized golf balls, big holes, that kind of thing. So the kids have real good success in making contact with the ball. And again, just having fun. And we did a lot of side games, um, in in drills, and we even did some calisthenics. And Tom was out there doing jumping jacks, and and myself too. I could only do ten, and uh, you know, I was I was winded, but uh, I made it. And uh, but just things like that. And we had fun. And a lot of the parents were there, um, and relatives, and brothers and sisters, and 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 it was a lot of fun. We had a nice group, and uh, everybody had a lot of fun. And uh, that's really what it's all about. I, I think the main thing is that we were able to bring uh, a sporting activity to kids that previously had none. And uh, they, over a four-week program, even though it's like a one-hour program, the kids did not get bored. They stayed very interested. And what we were really teaching was social skills how to take how to take direction, how to follow actions, how to fit in with a group, uh, and then motor skills. Because I saw some of the victories that those kids were having. I mean, they were ecstatic. I mean, they the the one parent, three three of the parents wrote me actual letters and said how much they enjoyed the program and how their children looked forward all week. Is it, is it Saturday yet? Can we go yet? I mean, it was really a big thing for them where they actually got some feeling that they were accomplishing stuff. We're not trying to teach them golf and how to be PGA professionals. We're just trying to bring some goodness into their life and let them know that, that golf is one of the avenues that they could pursue as they grow through their, their, um, their problems. So anyway, that that's one of the programs. Now, we're also, the program that we're talking about, our pilot program going over to Peoria High School, that's Peoria, Arizona High School, um, is that we're, we're, it will also have a all-inclusive portion to it so that all the students uh, that we are going to reach out to will be able to follow a program. And why don't you uh, talk about, a little bit about the process of, of uh, the game plan and how you see the, the students uh, being taught. Well, one of the things, and probably the most important thing, is, you know, you know golf has, as Tom was saying, is really goes through a lot of, a lot of avenues and, and, and things and exposure that... Uh, that really sometimes go unnoticed, and you know, probably the most important thing is, in my opinion, is, you know, golf's a, you know, gentlemen's, ladies, gentlemen's game, and taking these young people, and um, you know, showing the the number one thing to me is, you know, is obviously having fun, but a lot of the etiquette and things that get uh, exposed in through golf and turning into young ladies and gentlemen, and and it's, you know, when somebody hits a good shot, congratulations. Um, if somebody needs help, uh, helping them out, 
uh, and just different different things that a lot of different sports um, don't offer. And you know, I you can use the the football analogy. And you know, you're playing football, you're trying to bash somebody's head in, and in in basketball, not everybody's six six or six eight. Uh, but with golf, you've got uh, tall, thin folks and short, stocky folks, and and all different kinds of things. So golf, the golf covers a lot of uh, different uh, variety of people. But the most important thing is turning them and making sure that they're young ladies and gentlemen, and that they observe the rules and just get exposed to something that they may not um, have ever been exposed to. From an instructional standpoint, again, just really getting in and teaching them, teaching them basics, um, so that they're able to, you know, as best as I can, and the other instructors that we will have there, um, that they have a little bit of a success um, in enjoying themselves during that hour a week that we'll have with them. Um, and we're going to get uh, boys and girls, which I think is is very important because. Um, I don't know exactly what the percentages are across the country, but uh, you know it's probably in today's day and age probably about 70, 30 uh, men to women. But women are climbing up the ladder and getting exposed uh, to golf and understanding how much fun it actually is. And it's not so much the the actual golf itself, but all the things that go with it: the travel, um, the social aspect, um, and things like that, and also family. The other thing I think is really important, my dad and mom, uh, I spent many hours with them out on the golf course, and I don't think I could have done that on the football field or the basketball court. So the golf golf course is a platform in uh, a place that uh, quality time can be spent uh, together as a family and with friends. Well, one of the things that, like you mentioned, how many more ladies are now turning to golf and finding out why men played it so much, especially men in business. Men in business played it because it was the one place they could form relationships with other people because anybody can, they all talk about first impressions, which is quick minutes, seconds that you get to make a first impression. On a golf course, first impressions don't matter because Every human trait will come out on a golf course, and people find out if you're aggressive, if you have anger management issues, if you have, uh, if you're honest. It's a game of honesty and integrity, and how you play the game of golf, where there's no referee except yourself, it comes out, and that's the reason that business people. I'm a business person. I only played golf at first to learn what the traits of people I was dealing with. I'd take them out on the golf course, and if a person took a very aggressive shot that was probably one in a million to make, he was not going into my bookkeeping department. <laughs> he was not going to be an accountant. And However, there was an opening in sales for him, so I wanted somebody like that. But now ladies are, are looking at golf and seeing, well, there's a lot of opportunities for us here, and especially when we're teaching golf. And one of the things that we're going to do with our pilot program in Peoria is to introduce the children to the scholarship opportunities. There's uh, Last year there were 
1,600 scholarships for Division I colleges for boys and girls. Well, 200 of the scholarships for girls went unapplied for. That's 200 times $72,000. These were full-ride scholarships for the game of golf unapplied for. So what we want to do is let both parties know that there are scholarships available, boys and girls, but it's imperative for girls that want to go to college if they can see if they have some talent in this this area that they can look at it. And then the other thing is that we're the the program that we're planning is will be one hour a week over a nine week program. The last week we're going to plan on bringing the kids to the club to have the school bus the kids over here. And we'll have docents here at Sun City Country Club, our members, that will work with the kids and show them 22 career opportunities available in golf. And we'll also discuss some. We have uh, on on staff Dr. Terry Munther is uh, uh, retired superintendent of schools and really knows the uh, the academia process for getting scholarships. And he will be handling. Uh, a whole class showing the the children what available uh, scholarships and because Division One in sixteen hundred uh, for boys and girls that's thirty two hundred scholarships that's just one resource for it so there's a lot of other things like that and the goal is to introduce kids that may never think about golf and also let parents know that. Nothing wrong with football. I love my football, but if you, if I had kids in in that age group, I would not be wanting them to go and see if they can get a concussion. I would rather have them go out and build relationships with other people, and that's part of what what golf and what we're trying to teach with golf will be. So there's there's a whole process. Uh, where we're going into the schools, we'll be teaching in a PE class. It's a mandatory class. That means all the kids will get exposed to golf. And they they have other classes that they will go and see other things, but this isn't one where the parents are pushing the kids or, you know, there's other, other things, oh, you should do this. Well, this is something for the child to be exposed to it and decide if it's something that they want to pursue. And I think one of the other things that, just kind of a quick little backtrack here, you know, as Tom was saying earlier, I mean, you really can learn a lot about somebody in a four-hour period of time, and Tom uh, did some examples there, but it's absolutely true. And at the end of the day, when you're done, um, you know, you take your hat off, you stick your hand out, you look the person in the eye and say, boy, I enjoyed, you know, spending that time with you. And uh, thank you. And and everybody has different avenues, whether they're talking about their grandkids or something that happened at work that week or the weather or whatever it might happen to be. Um, you know, you really learn a lot, somebody, in that period of time. And, and at the end of the day, you stick out your hand, shake their hand, and say thank you very much. And um, I think that's really, really important and, and something that can be learned there. The other thing um, in talking about... Uh, different avenues and the exposure that golf gives to you. And I kind of use a little bit of a, of a self, uh, uh, self-experience 
in, in me starting it, you know, starting out when I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, um, started playing golf when I was seven, uh, worked in the bag room, picking range balls uh, at the local country club back home. And then uh, after that, ended up getting in the locker room, uh, learning, you know, it's it's just learning uh, the different types of jobs and, and things that are uh, that can be exposed via through a golf course or through a country club, and ended up going from locker room to the golf shop, and then eventually after graduation from school, I pretty much knew what I wanted to do and got a job as an assistant pro, and then so on down the line. And I've pretty much done everything that can be done at a golf course, um, and uh, I'm I'm grateful to this day for everything that golf has provided for me. So it's uh, there's a lot of things that can be done. There's a lot of things that um, I didn't even mention in regards to to golf course and uh, growing grass and in that aspect of it. There's also a lot when it comes to food and beverage, and that's a whole nother industry uh, that that really does get exposed via through a country club or a golf course experience. So there's a lot of career opportunities there, um, and as a young person, uh, you know, going through and getting that experience, and whether you're you end up being a, a banker or a doctor or whatever you might be, um, getting exposed to uh, the type of clientele that comes through a golf course, in my opinion, is is usually a very good class of person, and uh, treat you know treating them as as uh, you know ladies and gentlemen in uh, the service industry is very important, and just the proper way of doing things and conducting yourself as an individual in the business world is very very important. I think that's that's one of the main things. Like in our autistic spectrum program, we we are trying to just teach social skills and motor skills. And in this program, we have we're definitely going to teach the social skills, the etiquette, the integrity, the being your own referee. This is the only game in the world that's played where you're the referee. You call the shots on if you did something and you even if it was a mistake and you you didn't realize that you did something it's you that calls it on yourself. A person can point something out to you, and then you can say oh, I didn't do that, or you can use your integrity and say Yep, that's another stroke. But one of the nice things that that we put across to people about golf and why it's so universally acceptable among uh, which I would call the highest economic demographic in the United States. These are the people that play golf. And why is it that the people that make the most money or have the most money play golf? It's not just because they have extra time. It's because they value it, and it can be played your entire life. It's not a game that I have to be six feet tall and and run uh a four four forty that isn't that isn't really what what's necessary here because golf has a leveling of the playing field which me which is called the handicap and a person develops their handicap they play twenty games and they take the ten highest scores and then they that's your average score and they have ways of equating it so it's all fair and balanced. But a person that shoots 100 can play against a person that shoots a 72 and be fairly well balanced 
so that when the game is over, uh, they they feel like they can compete. Now, in my day, if I, I wanted to play basketball, but I'm only six feet tall, so I couldn't go play against Michael Jordan. I mean, <laughs> I'd be standing out there watching them is what I'd be doing. <laughs> It'd be, I mean, there's no way that you could play with somebody of superior skill and think that you have a chance to play the game. But in this game, it's balanced, and that's the beautiful thing about it. It isn't who's the winner, and you hold up this hero person. It's how did you play the game? It's that you could still compete on your level against somebody of superior skill, and you could still come out ahead on that basis of playing your skill against their skill, and it's a weighted average. And this is this is really important for how people get along in their lives. And it's the other thing is, I have six people here at the country club that are in their 90s, and they play at least once a week. Yeah. And these are things that this is a game you could play all your life. I mean, Shaq isn't playing basketball anymore. He may shoot some free throws. <laughs> and that's the one thing too that's the one thing too about golf is that, you know, like as Tom mentioned that um from an age situation you can you can have grandsons playing with grandfathers and, and spending that time together. Um you know, I don't think grandpa wants to plunk around on a computer or play video games too much, but they have a common ground when it comes to the golf and the golf course. And again, it's and that's exactly what it is. It's when you're playing golf, I mean, pretty much it's, you know, yeah, there's competitions and stuff and might be teams or individual games, but it's really at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's your day and, and you're out there on that golf course and it's pretty much you against the golf course and, and, and that's really what it's, what it's all about. And kind of spinning off on that a little bit too is, is um, not only the social aspect, but a lot, one of the things that I found um, and that I remember the most a lot of times is that is a lot of the travel and stuff when you get to go to you know you're you're playing it you know I play in quite a few section pro amps throughout the year and, and the, most of those the majority of those are within the Phoenix metro area but every once in a while I get to go up to Flagstaff or go to Las Vegas or go wherever but I've got to see some of the most beautiful places in this country and in the world for that matter. I've been to Pebble Beach three times. I haven't pulled the trigger yet just because of the price, but uh, it is an absolutely jaw-dropping, beautiful place. And, and seeing that and, you know, been to San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, a lot of the Midwest, down to Florida, Carolinas, all along the East Coast and seeing some of the most beautiful spots in the world. And it's uh, there's a lot more to it than just the actual golf itself, but uh, golf has a lot to offer. It, it really does in what what our role and and goal in starting GPS um, is is to be able to bring the this information to the kids so that we can impart our love for the game and what is actually going on in the game of golf uh, and why it's such a special thing and how the individuals can uh, can do that. So what we're we're looking, our, our basic mission is to teach students golf fundamentals, rules and etiquette, learning life's lessons as they develop skills and tap into talent that may lead to scholarships with a head start in life. So we're, we're looking at having a balanced program here, and we're going to set it up with 
where where all the kids are going to start out equal, and in golf you go from different levels uh, of where you hit the ball from. So if you don't have as much skill, it's called play it forward. You just move up to to a, a different color tee that's forward. Uh, it used to be called ladies' tee, but now it's not because some of the ladies are playing from the blues. We just had... Uh, uh, over a hundred professional ladies out here playing in the Arizona Open, and they—I don't think any of them uh, wouldn't be able to outdrive me. <laughs> they were all shooting from the blues. I shoot from the whites. But in golf, there's different tee markers. There's the golds, there's the reds, there's the whites, and the blues. And in allowing people to they build their handicap from a certain from a certain place that they're playing from. So uh, a long hitter is not going to necessarily have an advantage over a shorter hitter. It's the accuracy and it's the use of the different shots. So you have to not only know the rules of the game, you also have to have course management, which basically comes back to life management. How do you how do you manage your own personal life if you can't figure out how to play a game like golf. I mean, there are rules, there's stringent rules, but there's also course rules where things are altered for the conditions of the of the day. And so what we're going to try to do is is be able to go to the school and in the school there are there's a a, a class that teaches um uh cooking and uh, culinary arts, and they also have an agronomy class. So they have a physical practice green, and they have a golf team. Now we've talked to we allow uh, high schools to come out here and play, and we charge them five dollars a round. Zero. Okay. <laughs> it's it's even better. We we just let them go play, and the, the idea is that. You get the kids to come out, and I see some of the kids are not really into, they haven't had the the pre-parts of it. You know, they haven't been the introductory part of golf, so they're a little, uh, shall I say, sloppy in, <laughs> in how they approach the game and how they approach each other. And so one of the things that we're going to do in our program is teach them the etiquette and the rules, and as Nate was saying, before the the round, you shake the person's hand, you introduce yourself, you might say where you're from, or if you haven't played with them before. This is the only game that you can go into any city and call up and make a tea time. You're one person, and they set out foursomes, and they will put you with three other people, and after the round, you you've made friends. You've actually made some friends in an area that you're totally unfamiliar with because that's how the game works. That's how it works. And this is what we want to impart to these kids. There's a certain level of how you conduct yourself as a human being when you interrelate with other human beings. It isn't this stuff from Ferguson where you don't like somebody and you shoot them or you burn down the, the world because of something terrible happened. 
this is where you can look somebody in the eye, shake their hand, and put your differences aside and find your common ground. And that's really what golf is all about. It's let's let's get past all this other stuff and uh, understand that that we're all we all have a lot of opportunities, but we have to exercise them. And that's what what I really love about golf and and how we're able to uh, impart that information. And that's one of the reasons that I'm so happy that Nate's doing this program. The thing is, there are a lot of golf programs uh, that do talk about golf, and they have tournaments. And like junior golf and first tee, they teach kids how to have tournaments, and they they want to move the kids along in that regard. Our program's a little bit different. We just want to introduce the kids to the game. We will have places for them as they graduate to. If they are good at the game, they can get on the high school uh, team and they can individually go off and play in tournaments as they develop their skills. All of our classes will have PGA pros uh, professional teachers. This is not like some of the programs. Uh, I, I would say they have people that are interested in golf teaching golf. They're not trained professional teachers. And I think one of the thing that, things that's really important is, as Tom mentioned, we are you know PGA professionals doing instruction, and that's I'm not saying that's 100% of our job, and that's what we do every day, but we have been trained. Uh, I've been doing, you know, teaching for a long time, 26 years now. Um, so I've been around the block a little bit, and I've, I've seen it all. But one of the things from an instruction standpoint is, and the other thing that's unique about this program is that we are going to them. We're, 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 they don't have to come to us. We're going right to them and uh, starting out with the basics as far as the golf end of it. But one of the other things that in, in this kind of, one of the things that we thought about is uh, when when young men and women are develop you know kind of developing and and just getting started out in that ninth grade level they're um, I'm not going to say they're impressionable but they um, something getting started off on the right foot um, they're going to gravitate to what they wanted to what they want to do when it comes to um, different areas and I'm not saying athletics is everything but in this particular field. Um, getting them exposed at a, at a somewhat early age uh, when they are young in in seeing if it works for them. Um, and I think, as Tom mentioned, with, with some of the other, um, you know, high school teams that we have and even advanced further down the road than that, getting them started off on the right foot so they're comfortable, they know what they're doing, they understand uh, everything, and just really getting started off on the right foot in, in that ninth grade level and, uh, you know, when they're in that 12, 13, 14-year-old range um, is a really, really good start for them. This, the thing about golf is that it allows people to talk to each other. Uh, one of the rules of golf is when you go out on the course, you must turn off your phones and your devices. And as an older person... I never really got into those things, but I see people sitting next to each other, and I say, oh, what are you doing with your thumbs? Oh, we're we're texting each other. Well, that's totally okay, but it won't really help you 
as you move forward into the future. You have to know that stuff to be in the future, but you still have to know how to look somebody in the eye and talk to them. And that's what golf will do for them. So we're we're looking at a whole life opportunity for people that may not get that opportunity because who goes to these other programs? It's usually the parents want their kids into something. This is we're going to introduce the freshman class to it, and they will be able to see what's going on, and they can look at it and say, oh, that's not for me or it is for me, but they will still be taking something away that's going to benefit them for their lifetime because they'll know about golf. And if they're going to ever go into business for themselves, they're going to have to know about golf, and so especially with ladies. One thing, too, in this in this our little uh, area of the country being in, in the Phoenix metro area, golf is huge to the economy of of, uh, of Arizona and Phoenix itself. And you throw in Tucson and great golf courses in Payson and in uh, Flagstaff, all throughout the state. And we have some of the premier golf courses in the whole country. But with that being said, the, the economic impact that that golf has to Arizona is, is huge. And again, I'm not going to go through the, the gambit, but the food and beverage industry, the golf industry, the agricultural, the, everything that goes along with it is, can be very beneficial, not just because they can hit a golf ball 300 yards, but because of all the other things that go along with it. And I think it's real valuable for these kids to get started off on the right foot. And I, I think we're going to be a big part of that. Yeah. One of the things that when we went to uh, uh, Peoria High School, we we talked to the athletic director over there, uh, Phil Camacho at Peoria High School. And what we basically wanted to show him is what our pro, pro- plan, our lesson plan, uh, and get their input back, their feedback, that fact that we're going to have an inclusive program, we do have access to special needs teachers if that is necessary, along with our PGA pros. And the goals of of us being there is to introduce the benefits of learning the game of golf, careers available, scholarships available a fun sport that can be played for a lifetime with no probability of having a concussion or uh other in you know other accidents that can happen in some of the other sports so if you if parents are really looking to have a sport that their children can play maybe it isn't the one that's on TV the most but golf is now being viewed on TV by quite a few kids um, and and it can be done for lifetime. It's not just okay. I'm a great uh, high school or college kicker. Um, there's not much opportunity there in the future unless you're going to be teaching that that part of the sport, and that isn't for everybody. So uh, then there's the opportunity for children of all skill levels, all physical levels that can help them start a physical program because, as you know, there's uh, a lot of obesity in the U.S., and that's because kids aren't moving. And this will give them a chance to get some physical activity as they learn life lessons from golf. It's an opportunity to spend time at a country club and learn to associate with the highest economic demographics in America 
while they learn that those doors are open to them. That's that's really what we want to show the kids is that opportunities are available to them. It doesn't matter if you're a new to the country or if you're if your families lived here for generations and came over on the Mayflower. The opportunities are still available for each child. They just haven't been exposed to them, and that's that's what we really want to do with the program. Yeah, I think too when we met when we met with uh, Phil Camacho there at Peoria High School. Um, I think they recognize right away, even in our preliminary meetings and stuff, the value um, that this type of program is going to bring to to those, you know, 80-plus kids that we're going to hit every week um, and just the exposure and stuff that that, the, that golf brings is, is very important, and they recognize it right away. Uh, we know it, but we're going to – now we're going to do it. Now we're going to show it. <laughs> it's, it is – and what our goal is – is this is a a pilot program where our our general manager Jamie Lewis uh was at uh a PGA meeting over the last week and met some uh people that have started a program similar to this and we should be able to get a model a business model uh I'm basically uh, a person that makes up business plans and works on business plans and so to have somebody that's done some of this groundwork in the past, uh, we're we're looking at it as how to put it together as a business model. We're looking at being able to expand it all through the Peoria Union uh, uh, High School District and or school district. The uh, the idea is that this is a program that. If we do it right, and we know that we're we're capable of doing that, so uh, we're we're that's why we're not starting till March, and here we are in <clears throat> November. We've been planning this for over a year, and so now we're just getting uh, the final parts together. So one of the things I want to do is reach out to our audience, and it's not if you personally, even if if it is you personally or somebody you know that should be part of our program or uh, has PGA background or has academia background or would like this in their schools or if you know a sponsor for this kind of a program and how we could bring it uh, to each school. The Being as we're teaching inside the school, that means every student at the in the freshman class would be able to come to this class as opposed to having somebody have to bring them to a golf course or bring them to a practice facility. We're actually going there, and there's naturally extra cost in doing that. We're bringing the golf course country club atmosphere to high school, and so we are looking for sponsors and people that are looking to help grow the game of golf. So if anybody out there has any uh, suggestions, any uh, leads, any people that want to uh, contact us. Uh, Nate, you want to give them uh, a, a way that they can contact you? Yeah, my uh, well, my email address is uh, nateoberhofer at yahoo.com, so N-A-T-E-O-B-E-R-H-O-F-E-R at yahoo.com, or, my, or the number here in the golf shop is uh, 623-933-1333. 
5-3. Again, 623-933-1353, and I'm there seven and a half days a week. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> that, uh, my, and, and my number is, is, well, first of all, you can, you can uh, <clears throat> hear anything that we've already said by going on, uh, on your computer. This is blog talk radio, so this show is going to be, uh, held in, in, uh, on the cloud, as they say, uh, and you can reach it by contacting uh, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash boomer and babe. It's all run together, B-O-O-M-E-R-A-N-D-B-A-B-E. And then I believe there's a dot at the end of it. Um, And you can also call into the show. We'll be on for a little bit longer uh, Nate is going to be leaving us right now, getting back to work. Um, and the call-in number here is 1-917-388-4162. So we'll still have be here for a few minutes as uh, as we're winding up our show for today. But um, if there's anybody that has any uh, interest in this kind of a program, knows a sponsor, knows people that want to be part of it, knows ways to make it better or uh, any information. We're more than open at this time. We're we're in our formation stage, and like I say, I have another five months to, to finally put all the, the I's on the dots on top of the I's and cross the T's, but we're, we're in the process of making this program really work, and and I think uh, with uh, Nate's background, and I've just watched how he worked with the uh, with the autistic kids, and uh, I got to tell you that hearing back from the kids, seeing the joy in their in their eyes, and working with them on those four days, it was just it's just life altering in itself. Now I know when we go into the high schools. There's going to be certain kids that like the program and certain kids that don't like it. Well, we're building in a program where we they start from the the goal, the forward T's, and that's where everybody's going to start. And there's going to be a way for them to move up. So in life, you get rewarded for more effort. Sometimes your your natural talent will move you up, but it's also what you do with your natural talent, and that's part of how we want to run the program where we're rewarding the, the kids by moving them up to the the, uh, the higher T's as they're moving, getting further distance from people that don't take advantage of learning the life lessons taught in golf. So as we move the kids up, we'll eventually get them up to the blue T's. Those kids will be able to uh, see more and take more advantage of golf. Uh, they'll be able to come to the country club at any time, not during school time, of course, but at any free time, uh, they can come to uh, the country club and hit golf balls for free. We'll give them uh, access here, and we'll give them some other things that will um, get them involved so that they can come and practice 
whenever they want to, when they have free time to do that. And hopefully that will help them get on their, their high school golf teams, which will lead to scholarships so they can be on college scholarships. Did you did you get a college scholarship? Or? I got a partial scholarship. Actually, okay. I, I thought I was the next Joe Montana for a while there, but I was too small and too slow, and uh, played two years of football in college, and uh, but played four years of golf, and that got half of my school paid for. So that was that was made my mom and dad very happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's that's one of the things I I watch these uh, parents. Um, saving up money so their kids can go to school. Well, the kid's really not involved in that process other than, well, oh, uh, I don't get my present under the, my third present under the tree this year because you're putting money in my college scholarship. Big deal. But if they're actually in a program that is going to, they're, they're in control of it. They can move up as they want, and then we'll try to make rewards for them to get up to each one of the different steps. So anyway, Nate, I want to thank you very much for for your help today. I'm going to continue on here for a little bit. I've got a few more things to bloviate about. Well, I have a lesson coming up here very quickly, but thank you, Tom, and uh, I look forward to the spring of 2015 and, and getting to work with the kids. That's, thank you very much. Yes, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're... I'm going to continue. Uh, one of the things, as you know, this is uh, the Tom and Terry show for success or failure. The choice is yours. And I want to read um, something that that we've been putting together. I'll, I'll start out by saying that we've, Tom and, and Terry and I have had much good luck in helping other people with our program. And we're looking for ways to make that even more successful than it has been in the past. But for over five years, the team of Tom Legring and Dr. Terry Munther have been helping individuals and businesses assess, plan, and take action to attain their definition of success, their definition of success using Tom Legring's book, Success or Failure, The Choice is Yours, as a basis for their discussing, discussions and training. Tom and Terry have reached a wide and diverse audience through online and in-person communication methods and classes. Tom Legring is an author, business owner, entrepreneur, veteran, education leader, score mentor, and motivational speaker. When Dr. Terry Munther joined the team, these gentlemen developed self-help goal development courses and workshops to serve business leaders, homeless veterans, and victims of domestic violence, as well as individuals seeking life improvement, a change in employment, or post-retirement challenges. In line with this is their monthly success or failure radio show on blog, Talk Radio, which discusses ways to improve lives, business profits, and develop a goal-oriented plan to define and find success. Dr. Munther and Mr. Legring have taught workshop-style classes at Rio Salado College, targeting those who seek career changes, as well as seniors and retirees looking for challenges and satisfaction in their lives. With the principles found in Success or Failure, the Choice is Yours, the team taught courses using six curriculum 
six-week curriculum to homeless veterans being served in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. These veterans were taught to assess their strengths and weaknesses and how to develop a daily step-by-step process to make progress toward achieving their goals and their definition of success. Commentary also worked on a weekly basis with victims of domestic abuse, teaching the principles of defining success and improving self-esteem through assessing, planning, networking, training, and developing positive action plans. Mr. Lagring and Dr. Munther continue their work helping others and are now immersed in developing programs for youth as well. These gentlemen are proud of their work and look forward to expanding their opportunities to assist others as needs and opportunities are presented. One of their first projects will be to bring golf into public schools, GPS, where students will be introduced to life-changing programs. The program goal is to learn golf's life lessons from social skills and motor skills, as well as being introduced to the opportunities available through the game of golf, such as scholarships and job opportunities at golf courses. In March of 2015, they are launching a pilot program at Peoria High School in Peoria, Arizona. It is called Golf in Public Schools. They will be teaching an introduction to program to the freshman PE class led by PGA Pro Nate Oberhofer from Sun City Country Club. So that's pretty much what our what our plan is, and this is why I wanted to let you know that this is how we've been able to evolve uh, bringing in the the golf program to the kids, and it's just one part of what we're what we're doing and what we're trying to work on. So. We're, we are doing, shall I say, double duty in some of the things. Uh, one of the things that, that has been happening uh, with our book is we find, if if you look at, at the front page of our book, and you can see the book on uh, our, our, our website, we have uh, successorfailure.org, www.successorfailure.org. And if you go there, you you can download a copy of the book. It, it's very inexpensive for what you're getting out of it. And if you do that, you will also get a um, a free mentoring with myself by email. Um, special needs come up, then I actually will meet with people uh, here in, in, in the Phoenix area. But one of the the people that I met with, um, I'm just going to call him Wally. And I got this letter. I I met, I I go to the Glendale Library in Glendale, Arizona, the first Saturday of each month, and I work as a certified score mentor. That just means that we're a group that I'm from the government, I'm here to help you, and it's free. So in in that class, in that session that I had with Wally, he came uh, to the Glendale Library, and he basically is saying, I asked him in the meeting uh, where he was at and what he was trying to do, and and 
he was really, I mean, it seemed like he came to me as a last resort. Um, and here's just some of the things that he said. is A few days before I met you at the Glendale Library, I realized that I was financially broken. That's why I decided to start my own business. I'm under huge pressure and depressed because I'm in deeply in debt. I can barely cover my monthly cost, exactly like you explained in that great book. Thank you. Uh, I really am in need of your kind of support and professional experience to help me out of my financial plan and my business plans. And so I actually met with Wally, and uh, he's gone through several things, and I got such a wonderful letter from him the other day. He was telling me all the things that were gone that that did not work and what were problems. He got a copy of my book, and he went through it. My book is just, it's a workbook, and it tells you how you have to, um, you don't have to do anything. You can stay in your comfort zone like you are and and function that way or you can figure out how to get out of your comfort zone. Because in your comfort zone, you build a wall around yourself, and you can't reach out, even though your goals and dreams are outside, you are inside. And you may not be comfortable in that zone, but you just will not do what's necessary to get out. So the book helps you by giving you easy to follow. This is a workbook with uh, 60 pages in it. So this is not some 450-page book that you have to read and makes the author feel good. It's 60 pages that you can read to change your life. And the whole point that we're doing now is we're doing a rewrite of the book in order to get it get to people where they will start where they figure out, I'm in my comfort zone, I have to get out of it. How do I get out of my comfort zone? How do I move to get the things in my life that I know I'm capable of having? I want more, and I'm willing to work hard, but hard work isn't where it's at. You have to work steady, and you have to be constantly improving and constantly striving and constantly looking to be a better person. And that's that's how you get the things that you de- decide is what makes you su- a successful person. Um, so anyway, I think that's pretty much, I'm just about running out of time. I'm very gabby today for some reason. I want to thank all of you for joining us on Success or Failure with Tom and Terry. Uh, I know Terry's here in spirit. Um, We hope you join us next month at 9 a.m. on the last Wednesday of the month or anytime at blogtalkradio.com backslash Boomer and Babe. In the meantime, uh, you can contact me by email tom at suncitycountryclub.org. You can reach me there anytime. I'm on that thing at least five or six days a week. Just send me what what you're trying to do, what you want to accomplish, 
uh, and what help you need. I'm primarily a SCORE mentor. I help people with their business plans. I help you with the book, How to Start Doing a Business Plan. It's something that you can do, and once you do it, you write the things down, and you're on your way to achieving all that you can conceive. That's my goal in life. Once again, this is Tom Legring for Dr. Terry Munther reminding you, success or failure, the choice is yours. Have a great day. You've been listening to Success or Failure with Tom Legering and Terry Munther. Success or Failure is a Boomer and the Babe Enterprises radio production. Contact them at boomerandthebabe.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.